Isaac Quainall, Tom Stewart. Now that KO has 4K, people will see every detail. I better wash my hair. Oh, I'll book in a spray tan. Maybe a manicure? I'm shining up my tats. Experience amazing detail with 4K. Now on KO. Good news, everyone. Uh-oh, I don't like the sound of that. You'll be making a delivery to the planet Trisol. Here it comes. A mysterious world in the darkest depths of the Forbidden Zone. Thank you and good night. Uh, Professor, are we even allowed in the Forbidden Zone? Why, of course. It's just a name, like the Death Zone or the Zone of No Return. All the zones have names like that in the Galaxy of Terror. Uh, Professor... Off you go. Pleasant trip. Hello there, this is the Beluga Tunes Podcast, Andy here, thank you so much for deciding to listen to this, and uh, this week um, I'm going to be talking about Wreck-It Ralph, that's the uh, pod flick this week, um, uh, this is quite a rare thing, I don't know if, if, ever, if this has ever happened before with the pod flicks, because it's randomly selected, um, and uh, I think this might be the first time I, I've had to talk about a film that I actually own, because... I've talked about several films that I had previously seen, um, but there never, it was never one that I, I had uh, available <laughs> immediately yet, so that's going to be interesting. Um, there's going to be a six-minute shout-out. Can't tell you what that is yet, although the intro might be a little bit of a clue, the, the little intro clip that I, I played before I started. Um, so, yeah, that gives you a bit of an idea. Uh, yeah, there's a... There's also going to be the next chapter of the Infinity Express, which will be chapter 12, I believe. I hope I'm not wrong. Um, if so, then ignore that. I'll, I'll correct myself when I, I get around to that bit. Um, but yeah, uh, and I completely forgot to um, go to the IMDB page for Racket Ralph. So yeah, you might have to bear with me. Uh, I'll, I'll wait for the page to load up and everything. Oh dear. Um, but yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it for this week. So I'm, I might as well just uh, get on with it now. So let's uh, yeah, let's let's get ready for the first segment, which will be the uh, six-minute shout-out. Okay. Don't put this on your tape. Don't put this on your tape. Whatever you do, don't put this on your tape. Yep, it is now time for the six-minute shout-out. So let's spin that internet wheel. Let's give it a good spin. There it goes. What could it possibly land on? Uh, it, it's so hard to tell because you know. Um, it never really goes all the way around because it's so big. It's just got so many, so many websites attached to it. And we're about to find out what what it's going to land on. It has stopped at Radio Rama. So yeah, it is a Futurama related thing. Um, and uh, okay, so just give me a second. I'm going to load up the site. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, there's a, a mobile game called Futurama Worlds of Tomorrow. Um, and it, it's kind of like a, a Futurama episode in game form. Uh, it's quite interesting. Because um, the thing is, ever since Futurama went off the air, um, there, there are certain things, like certain spin-off things that have been created um, with the, the original cast uh, doing those characters. So this is quite cool because... Um, the show isn't exactly, you know, Futurama itself isn't dead as such. Um, and uh, Chris Hardwick uh, has always been a, a big Futurama fan, so uh, he had this idea to do um, a special 
podcast episode where they would do an episode of Futurama like a radio series. Um, because, you know, the, the show has a big following. People uh, love those characters. Uh, and it was like, yeah, this way, you know, you won't have to animate it. It will just be the original cast doing the voices of the characters. So it'll be a, a nice little reunion. And um, and it turns out they, they do like to do things like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, this episode actually came out, um, yeah, on September. It was in September 2017. I actually do remember when it... Yeah, I, I remember it well. <laughs> oh, the memories of uh, a few months back. Um, but yeah, so I could have talked about this back then. Uh, the only reason I didn't is because I got a bit sidetracked. I didn't record quite so many uh, of these. And uh, yeah, this has been on my list. I have like a folder uh, for bookmarks um, uh, on my web browser where I... I put all of the six-minute shout-out items that I hope to do at some point. So this one's been in there for a while. Uh, so yeah, I, I've kind of put it on the back burner. But I still think it's worth checking out because after I downloaded it back in September, uh, I not only downloaded the episode on iTunes, I um, switched it to audiobook mode. So like the, the episode is now a little audiobook that I've got in my library that I can just listen to whenever I want it'll always be there because yeah I just I I was really excited to um, get to hear some special Futurama episodes done in audio only um, and it works really well like the, everything you love about those characters it, it's all there uh, they, they, they really went to town on this they made it incredibly funny I think actually listening to it because I um yeah, just earlier today, I listened to it for the second time, um, and there were so many bits that I'd missed the first time round. Because sometimes when you listen to a, an episode, of, um, episode of a podcast, you um, you might not give it your undivided attention. I've made it very clear that's something that yeah, I, I, I'm like that with a lot of things. But um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it, and you can still listen to it. Uh, it's it's still up there on the Nerdist website because uh, they I think they do they they have a limit to how many times you can hear the the episode in their feed in the podcast feed. Um, but uh, if you go to Nerdist dot com, it's all there. there there's uh, download links, um, and I'll I'll add a, a link into the Acast uh, episode of this. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll just read what it says. Uh, the Nerdist podcast, the new Futurama episode featuring Chris Hardwick. That's right, he is actually in it. He, he does the voice of the the villain, and and he's great because uh, he just he sounds like a Futurama character. They, re- they he really um, got into that that mindset, and yeah, Claxon. That's his uh, <laughs> his character's name. Uh, but anyway. Um, there, there is a lot of information. I think I've, I've basically explained it as best I can. Um, so yeah, um, it's got a little bit, little bit of time left. Um, hang on. Uh, sorry. Um, 
And yeah, because so, so this does relate to the uh, the mobile game that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, uh, Futurama Worlds of Tomorrow. They they kind of use this um, this episode to um, promote that because it is, is like um, I, I suppose I don't know if they were going for the kind of old timey radio kind of uh, commercials that you just randomly insert or you find a way of working in. Um, but they they sort of parodied um, the whole concept of doing commercials in something like this, because um, yeah, they um, they had this app that they wanted to um, advertise. So um, it is kind of the typical podcast thing, because uh, yeah, you know, I, um, I I I I do that one with the thump, but that that's that's not something that I I'm, I'm under any contracts or anything to do, but <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyway, um, so Radio Rama, the Futurama episode of Nerdist. It they actually have it because up here it says uh, episode the Nerdist podcast, the new Futurama episode. Futurama Worlds of Tomorrow presents Radio Rama. Then it says the Nerdist podcast, the new Futurama episode featuring Chris Hardwick. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know what um, the uh, official title is, um, but anyway, uh, I'm going to go with Futurama Worlds of Tomorrow presents Radio Rama. So that's pretty much the shout out. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm getting a little bit, I'm, I'm kind of distracting myself because I was thinking when I do live recordings of this um, podcast, of, of my podcast, I'm, I'm, I keep talking about podcasts but yeah um when when I do this one live I um I can take advantage of the fact that uh you can see what's going on because I broadcast it to YouTube so I could include visuals and um uh, so yeah, one of the reasons that I thought I'd talk about this one is because I'm not doing it live. It's not going up on YouTube. This is audio only. So um, I should be able to provide you with an audio clip. And I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll do that as I'm not doing this one live. So yeah, um, here's a little clip from this episode. Uh, Futurama um, Worlds of Tomorrow presents Radio Rama. Here we go. Leela. Yeah? Shh. I made you a present, and I'd like to give it to you in private. Oh, Fry. That's so thoughtful, depending on what it is. It's in the basement, just down this long, greasy staircase. <laughs> oh! Oh! Ah! Oh! Ah! Ah! Oh! 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 Welcome to the basement. Scruffy? What are you doing down here? Just finished greasing the stars. Step aside, sir. Random security check. Random, I'm behind. You always stop me. I'm just a surge protector doing my job, sir. Name? Lara Croft. Name? Wreck-It Ralph. And where are you coming from? Uh, Pac-Man. You bring any fruit with you? Nope. No, no fruit. Okay, then where are you heading? Uh, fix a Felix Jr. Anything to declare. I hate you. I get that a lot. Proceed. 
A video game villain wants to be a hero and sets out to fulfill his dream, but his quest brings him havoc to the whole arcade where he lives. Yeah, uh, I did actually go to see this um, in, t- in 2012 when it came out, yeah. Um, and I remember I, I really loved it uh, back then. Uh, and yeah, I mean, because now I'm going to have to. Because um, I thought it'd be interesting to sit down and watch it again. Because you know, I had a copy, um, but it, it had been quite a long time since I'd last sat down and watched it. And once again, because um, I said I said this about Ray, um, I feel like maybe the the magic has worn off a little bit. Um. And I, I I don't exactly know why. I'll, I'll read the storyline. This is the storyline section on IMDb. Wreck-It Ralph longs to be as beloved as his game's perfect good guy, Fix-It Felix. The problem is, nobody loves a bad guy. Um, but they do love heroes. So when a modern first-person shooter game arrives featuring Tough as Nails Sergeant Calhoun, uh, Ralph sees it as his ticket to heroism and happiness he sneaks into the game with a simple plan win a medal but soon wrecks everything and accidentally unleashes a deadly enemy that threatens every game in the arcade ralph's only hope vanellope von schweetz a young troublemaking glitch from a candy-coated kart racing game who might just be the one to teach ralph what it means to be a good guy but will he realize he is good enough bef- to become a hero before it's game over <laughs> for the entire arcade. Well, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Something occurred to me, and I will just say, I I never really know how to criticise films because most of the time I can't think of any ways in which I would change a film, and I often feel like... Um, any film is really just fine as it is. I'm, I'm not saying that someone needs to redo it. Uh, I'm not that type of person. Um, I'm very comfortable with most films existing. Um, and, you know, this this is a great film. But there is... Cause the more I think about it, um, I, I do wonder if it was... Um, if it could have been a little less uh, confusing or you know here's the thing the idea is that the main protagonist uh, is your kind of classic video game bad guy very much like Donkey Kong um, in the old original Donkey Kong game Um, and I think my problem with that is you you're, you're you're supposed to like him because he's the protagonist in this story, um, but they they also wanted to make it the type of story where he grows as a character and he, he learns how to be less selfish. And I just think right there it's kind of confusing. I I don't know I don't know how I would write a script like this. You know I I can't say that I'm better than the people who wrote this. You know. Because I, I think um, I was already a fan of Rich Moore's work on Futurama 
It's funny how this has been very Futurama themed. This, this episode that is kind of a coincidence. Um, but yeah, I uh, so I have a lot of respect for the effort that went into this. I, I thought it was very well done. But I think that's that's the one thing that that I do wonder is if they could have done it a different way, like. Maybe what I would have done... Here I go. Now now I'm starting to think about what I might have done. Um, have Ralph be this type of person who's trying really hard to uh, live, the life, live life the way he's supposed to and uh, try not to let it bother him that um, people just don't like him. They, they think he's inherently bad because he's a villain in the game. Um and then just make it so that at some point he um, loses his patience and all of a sudden it's like, you know, um, you know he's at his breaking point and uh, I don't know. I don't know what would happen after that. That's the only thing. <laughs> but that to me makes a bit more sense than saying um, he's a bad guy in the video games but in real life he's a good guy um, but he's also selfish and he needs to learn how to be less selfish. It's about him realizing that, um, that you know. I suppose it. Here's the thing: it's a, it is about him learning what it really means to be a hero, and that um, the, the medal isn't what isn't what he needs. It's you know, actually doing good deeds, but. I, I feel like because there's this, there's a scene where he takes pity on uh, Cubit because um, the, the joke is uh, they they don't have the Cubit arcade game so he's basically homeless now and so you, you have a scene where Ralph gives him a cherry from the Pac-Man game which is you know it's, it's a lovely thing to to do but I feel like that's all you kind of get you know that, that, that that's as much as we learn and yeah i suppose you can say a lot by doing very little but i feel like they they i don't know it it seemed like we, we don't have a lot of time to get to like the character a bit more um because I, I i feel like they like there could have been a much more likable character there i even don't i, I don't particularly know if John C. Riley was the best choice because um, uh, I, I think one of the reasons that I like Fix It Felix is because Jack McBrayer just I, I feel like every time he plays a part, you know, there's always something very likable about his characters, um, and that was kind of the problem because uh, Felix um, is supposed to be a likable character. Um, but he is kind of part of the problem. Um, you know, he's getting all the attention. Um, so yeah, I you know I suppose this is one of those films that I could talk about for hours on end. But um, in many ways, I feel like um, Jack McBrayer could have been Ralph when you think about it. I feel like it, it would be quite nice if because um, you know. His voice wouldn't be fitting, but in, in my opinion, that would make it um, quite cool because um, you, you have a guy who's like a monster in um, w- w- when he's 
playing his role as the video game character and then when he comes out of it he's very more you know much much more happy and i, I don't know just just very pleasant um but yeah uh that's all i can think of in terms of what i would do and it's probably not that that probably wouldn't have made a very interesting story i don't know um but yeah would i watch it again um i'm probably going to end up watching it again at some point um but like i said it it's just hard to say i'm going to say yes because it, it is a disney film <laughs> it's one it's one of the good disney films uh, at the end of the day I, I do I do feel that way about it and um, so you just, you just have to give me a second because right now it's time for me to find out um, what's next what I'm going to be talking about um, in the next episode so yeah let's uh, go to that website okay so I think I've found my movie for the next episode uh, for a few dollars more 1965 the Clint Eastwood film that's what I'm going to be talking about um in the next episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast. Well, on the bright side, we now get cable. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The Fump. What is the Fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Isaac Quainall, Tom Stewart. Now that KO has 4K, people will see every detail. I better wash my hair. Oh, I'll book in a spray tan. Maybe a manicure? I'm shining up my tats. Experience amazing detail with 4K. Now on KO. Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, 
The one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Okay, so I'm pretty sure this is... Uh... Um, chapter 12 chapter 12 of the Infinity Express this is an ongoing story that I'm working on um, it's very random sorry uh, it's very random um, because basically I put it together by uh, having random words fed to me every week by randomwordgenerator.com so what's my first word randomwordgenerator.com <laughs> oh Lovely. My first word is pain, apparently. Okay, I'll just uh, make a note of that one. Pain. Um, now give me a uh, an, yeah, a noun. Committee. Committee. <laughs> I'll take that one down. Just a second. Um, a verb. Let's have a verb. Diminish. Got that one. Okay. Um, now a name, please. Inez. Okay, that's an interesting name. Inez. Yeah, I'm gonna say say that. Inez. Um, adjective. Poor. Oh. Okay, um, and this one's usually fun. Sentence. Give us a sentence. We have a lot of rain in June, do we now? Okay. Now a phrase. This is one that... Something that... Uh, oh, we've had that one before, the hard pill to swallow. Okay. Raining cats and dogs. Meaning... When it's raining heavily, of course. Okay, now a number. And I'm gonna. Okay, random six sided dice. That's it. The only thing is that. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with four. Let's just, just make it four. Keep it simple. Okay, so that's that. Uh, I'm going to pause this, and when I come back, I will have made a chapter out of those words. Okay, I'm back, and I've just found out um, I'm not on chapter 12. That was last week. <laughs> but you forgot. Um, so this is chapter 13 of the Infinity Express, and I've done it. It's all here now. Here we go. The pain of losing his friends really gets to Shane. He mutters to himself, I guess... I didn't need those diamonds anyway. Shane then realises he is late for his meeting with the diamond committee. The committee is not happy with Shane and tell him they may have to diminish his involvement. Please give me a chance, he begs, but this does not help. Meanwhile, Lisa continues to read about the dual reality world and learns about an outlaw named Inez. Inez grew up poor and based on how badly she was treated by the diamond committee... Lisa begins to feel glad that they got rid of Shane. Teresa looks out of the window. We have a lot of rain in June, she mutters. I'll say, says Becky. It's raining cats and dogs out there. This makes Suzette excited. She looks out of the window, but to her disappointment, only sees 
fool cats. What are you doing? Your, your neck is cold? You want me to get you a scarf? A bow tie? So yeah, that's uh, all I've got for this week. Um, let's see, is, 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 it's not been very long, is it? <laughs> okay, um, that's a good half hour. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, don't forget about uh, Video Gaga. That's my other podcast. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts and Acast. Uh, they're in our t-shirts on my Redbubble store. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. One thing I mustn't forget is the credits. Um, audio this week was from Futurama, uh, the Nerdist podcast, Weird Al, Game Grumps, Pete Moore, Wreck-It Ralph, Harry Hill, and Comedy Bang Bang. So thank you to all of those. Yeah, um, my website is belugatoons.com, B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S. And you can find merch on my Redbubble store, belugatoons.redbubble.com. And the most recent item on there is my design of the um, Video Gaga t-shirts. So yeah, um, that's, that's where you can get those. Uh this podcast is available on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and Acast. Um, the, my Twitter is at Belugatoons, and I also have another Twitter called at Belugatoons Pod, which is all um, it's, it, uh, tweets relating to uh, this podcast that you're listening to. So, yeah, um, over there you can find out um, where, where to get links to all of the six minute shout out stuff um, if I remember to do that and hopefully I will so yeah uh, and that's pretty much it uh, I think I'll just leave it at that because I, I need to get on with some other things I've been very busy today uh, it's been very productive um, so yeah uh, just remains for me to say thank you ever so much for listening to this take care everybody and bye bye Isaac Quainall, Tom Stewart. Now that KO has 4K, people will see every detail. I better wash my hair. Oh, I'll book in a spray tan. Maybe a manicure? I'm shining up my tats. Experience amazing detail with 4K. Now on KO. 